They say this is a big, rich town. I just come from the poorest part. Bright light, city light, I gotta make it. This is where it goes down. I just happen to come apart. Little or little, baby, I gotta make it. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Power After Hours, your favorite power podcast. I am your host, Jeff J. Thank you so much for joining us. Joining me this week once again, asking ye shall receive and be careful what you wish for. It's my guy, Sean Hardy, back to back for another week. Sean, what's going on? What's going on, Jeff? Happy to be on here. Uh, last week, I said it was a lifelong dream to be on a podcast with you that you host. So this is, like you said, it's back to back. Happy to be here. Happy to discuss the second most popular pay TV show on TV right now. So let's get into it. Let's do it, man. Let's do it. And we might have some friends joining us, a.k.a. black people are always late. <laughs> so we may have we may have some people joining us, but we'll see. And we also got your questions to get to, too. So we are recapping Season 5, Episode 2, Damage Control. Sean, overall, what did you think? So I think this episode was better in the sense that last episode one was really just like almost like a recap of the previous season. Mm-hmm. Um, this this episode had its yeah ups and downs. You know, it had its usual power. It had its usual power BS. Mm-hmm. Um, but I there were a couple moments in the show that I that I that stood out to me. One of them was that we. Last week on the show, I said that I hadn't really seen Ghost or Tasha experience, like, experience any grief right. or any outpouring of grief. And this time you see, finally, you see Tasha in Raina's bed just crying. And I'm like, yo, where has this been? Like, this, I, this would have been, this, this for me would have been like day one. Um, the, and then the, the other thing I would say is that, I remember last week I had said, you know, you don't really see Ghost showing any grief. But I think this episode actually did a very good job of showing why you don't really see him. Like, besides that uh, that scene where he's crying in the bathroom, this episode did a good job of showing why you don't see him um, without pouring grief. Because he deals with his grief in a different manner. Um, yeah, there were some... Um, there are some other little issues that I have to show that are minor, but one other thing that I loved about the show was the was the um, the showdown between Joe Proctor and Grime Dog as Terry Silver. Um, yeah, that I, that, to me, video. that was my favorite scene of the show. Okay, um, so, so I'm sure we'll get into that. So overall, you know what? I'll give it. I'll give it like a seven out of ten. That's what you. Um, yeah, okay. seven out of ten. So you know, I'm I, I'm probably on the more apologetic side with power, and um, like I'm more rational, and mm-hmm. we know that because we usually do a wrap up pod, and and we 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 have the uh the entire bell curve of rational to irrational <laughs> takes on power, if if I will, if you will. Um, I don't know, man. This this episode was very Jay Z so so gif, man, gif or gif, however you say it. Um, like there was. Some of the ridiculous stuff was pretty ridiculous for me, and we could get into it and talk about it, but and we'll we'll build up to it. But I think it was okay, but I was just kind of like, mm, I don't know. I, I I liked the first episode better, but mm-hmm. this did a lot. This was a lot of. I felt like it was more set up than the first episode. Cra- okay, crazy so- enough, I thought it was more set up. But let, mm-hmm. let's let's get into it for, first. When when I saw Tasha crying. And her refusal or her not being able to express her grief. Are you the first person I thought of? Because you were like, oh, I ain't never seen them grieve. Their daughter just died. And mm-hmm. they gave you all the grief. They gave yes. you all the grief. And you see that Tasha's been silently suffering. Mm-hmm. She's been silently suffering where she hasn't really been able to fully express her grief or talk to anybody about it because, hello, your your daughter died in some murder, drug, conspiracy stuff, and if you speak out, that's your ass. 
So so she's been trying to figure out a way to speak out about it where she doesn't bring other people in the business, where she doesn't implicate themselves in anything else that could be implicated about that damn family over five seasons. Um, I thought the uh, <laughs> the the counseling scene with the with the with the support group. I thought that was pretty important because you could see Tasha finally being able to open up and and wanting to open up, but Ghost discouraging her only for him to turn around and reach out to Angela of all people for help. Like he's willing to satisfy his grief in his way. But with Tasha, he'd rather her suffer than heal. And that's because I think ghost assigns some of the blame to Tasha, Mm. like 15 to 20%. He said as much last week. Yeah. And honestly, I'm thinking, and maybe this will come out during the season, but I think part of Ghost is thinking, I want to get out the game. You didn't let me get out the game. If I was out the game, my daughter will still be alive. This is true. This, this is a big fact. and something that we've said over this. I brought this up a few times over the years on this podcast that this probably should have ended season one with Ghost getting out the game. But Tasha looked at him like he was a, a sucker. And said, nah, you're not, like, you're, what else are you going to do? Run a club? Fuck out of here. So, yeah. yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, and I think that, and I, I think that, honestly, I will harp on that point. Every single time you have me on this show, every single time I discuss power on my show, anytime I have a discussion of power with anybody, I will remind them that, remember, Ghost wanted to get out the game. And Tasha's bird brain ass decided that thought that it was better for him to continue being a drug dealer with two children. So now that does not mean that doesn't mean that Tasha deserves to lose her daughter. But in the back of your mind, he has to be thinking, Ghost has to be thinking, I did I this is why I wanted out. Yeah, exactly. So, so. And and he, he was pulled pulled back in, and this all happened. But you know, let let's let's also not forget you don't turn your you don't um, send Kane into jail. You don't turn your back on him. Yeah, true. This cycle doesn't really start mm-hmm. <laughs> or even start to begin with. So he has a lot enough blame. There's enough blame to go around. Uh, and and as always, Tariq has infinite in perpetuity blame God. because because Tariq. So let's talk about let's talk about Councilman Tate, yo. Let's talk about yo. Councilman Tate. Is he a thug? Is he a criminal? Is he a politician or all of the above? He's a he's a politician, which means you are all of the above by mm. nature. Mm. Like he and honestly, I will say this: I don't think Tate knows who 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 he's fucking with. Like this, like pulling these bait and switches and pulling these fast ones, like. It's not gonna take much for them to real to. It's not gonna take much for for Ghost to say, you know what, I've had enough. And I think Ghost even found a way to do it because when he was talking with Tasha and Tate was there about the uh, having a press conference, whatever, and Ghost was like. Yeah, and you know we'll name the center after Tasha. I mean after Raina. And Tate had his look on his face like, huh? And just goes gave him a look, and it's like, you gotta go along with it. And he went along with it because at that because Ghost had him in a spot because Ghost had him in a place where, all right, I'll give you that in order for you to get this thing with Tasha. So that's where Ghost is. That's where Ghost is smart. That's where he's really resourceful and valuable because he can. He usually can come up with a plan to make everything work out. Now that's gotten him his ass in trouble a couple times, but he's usually kind of like he'll usually figure out something. So it's 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 not long. It's not long. I'll say I'm not saying that Tate's getting that dead, but there's not a chance that hell he ends up governor. So I think Tate knows that Ghost isn't clean. That he has some type of blood on his hands. Dre has some type of blood on his hands. He's the liaison in the community between the hood, quote unquote, and what he's trying to accomplish, right? So he doesn't really know the full extent of 
who Ghost is and, the, and what he's getting himself into. So he's just maneuvering like a regular politician because mm-hmm. the way he ambushed them at the press conference where he told them where they didn't want to have a press conference, he told them, let's talk about it. Then they mosey along and freaking hmm. walk into a press conference. If yeah. this was season two Ghost, he would have been dead at the dead. end of the episode. And it would have been some new track off of 50s mixtape playing <laughs> as, he, as he killed them at the end. Like, that's what, your, that's what your future would have held. But now it seems like Tate is, you can see he has aspirations to be governor. And mm-hmm. he's building up now that political capital to do so. And to really make, you know, he's, he's at the uh, uh, aggrieved mother's funeral for her daughter. He's, he's building community centers in Queens. He's doing real-life politician shit, but he's rolling the dice with who he's in, he's in bed with. And this mm-hmm. just shows, right now, if you do a power ranking of who has the most power on the show, Ghost... Other than Tariq, because he's a child, and even that is comparable or, or debatable, Ghost has the least power on the show. Yo, it's funny you say that. Um, so I was listening to the, I was listening to another podcast. I don't want to name them because they're not they're not cutting us no checks. Huh. And they and they said that Ghost is literally getting played left and right, like. Tate is playing him. Um, Kanan is playing him. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, Dre's playing him. The Jimenez is playing him. Like, he's literally the smallest man in the room. Like, he has right. no he has no pull. He can't do anything. Right. He has no club. He's no longer the connect. Or he's, he's, <clears throat> he's not the Primera. Right or, or the boss? Uh, uh, I forgot what it the Primeros were like uh, Lu- uh, uh, Louise and all those dudes yeah. under him. Then it was him, and then the connect was Lobos, and then Lobos. now um, the, the 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 Serbs and all of them. Yeah. So he wasn't the main. He wasn't the main boss, like the main Primera. Like he wasn't. Mm-hmm. He wasn't. He's not that dude anymore. The 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 truth dynamic is still a little bit murky. Murky for me because did he give up? the right when he went to jail to to Bassett in them? Does he have Dre in place and he just can't do anything because Dre is there? I'm still a little weirded out on that, but he don't got full control. Who knows about the other clubs that he has? Because remember, he had one in Miami from season mm-hmm. two and then all of that. He has no club, no money, no co- no connect, really. Yo, he, he has no leg to stand on at all. None, none. None. So and we go ahead, go we know that's not gonna last very long. Right, 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 right. But as of now, he is one of the most powerless, if not the most powerless characters on the show. So let, let let's get um let's get into one one scene that I had an issue with. The scene where uh Jason Miritich rolls up on Tommy because <laughs> he lost he lost his he you know, he lost the port. Tommy promised him uh ports uh, a keys of coke, a partridge, and a pear tree, and a Roku, probably. Uh, and All of this, and it didn't come to fruition because the Jimenez took over. So he yes. rolls up on Tommy in a random alley, one of the random power alleys. I don't know how he found Tommy, but he rolls up on Tommy with people. So it's like three on three. Everybody got guns pulling out. It's the, uh, what do you call it, Mexican standoff? Yes. Um, it's a Mexican standoff. And... This dude, Miritich, just starts ordering everybody around like he's God. He enlists Ghost and Kated into this war as if they were the Expendables. He enlists them like, oh, oh, this is Ghost? I told you not to mess with Ghost. Now you in it. Yo, I'm sorry. That scene was bullshit. Here's one of the reasons why that scene was bullshit. Mm Mm-hmm. He looks at Kanan and says, who the hell are you? I'm a, I'm a friend. I'm a, I'm a family friend. All right, well, friend, you in this too. You don't know this man from Adam. He could, you probably would have thought he was 50 Cent in the power world. <laughs> you so, don't have any social, any nothing. He's a dude straight from the street who has no connections to anything Jimenez or Serbian. Mm-hmm. But you're able to enlist him. 
or else he's going to die. How are you going to find him? If he really wanted to be gone, how are you going to find him? Yeah. Like that, 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 whole, that whole enlisting everybody. And now if you want to say they held Tommy down because of X, Y, Z, and then they're going to figure it out just like they figured it out with Lobos, maybe. But just the way that whole scene broke down, it was just really stupid. Like, yo, Kate is standing there. Kate is standing there. Shout out to our guy, Midtown Mo. He definitely has a cannon in his hand. He has, <laughs> he literally has a gun the size of Little Bow Wow. It's like he picked, he, it's like he's playing Fortnite or something. Like, it's, <laughs> it's crazy the, the size of that gun. He's standing there, everybody's standing there, but yet you listen to this dude enlist everybody. Because honestly, if y'all all let off guns, everybody's dead. So mm-hmm. you're, you're about even power in, in that situation. But I, I just did not like the way that was pulled off. So I will play devil's advocate okay. in this situation. Okay. One, Kanan doesn't give any fucks about who this guy is. So he could tell him that he, he could tell him that he's gonna be his running mate to be president of the United States. And Kane's like, whatever. But Kane is as we know, Kane is playing the long game. So it's like, all right, fine, whatever. Like, right. not, like sure, whatever you say. I'm not listening to you. As for Ghost, the thing is, Ghost, since everyone knows who Ghost is now because he was on trial for murder. If he decides not to go along with it, then he is at risk because him and his family are at risk. Right. So he's drafted. So that's why that scene wasn't that scene wasn't as um some people a lot of people think that wasn't feasible. I think you could definitely make an argument why that's feasible. Right. As for why didn't Jason just kill Tommy right now for costing him all that money? Because he wants his money. Right, 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 right. <laughs> he still needs him to work. He yeah. still needs him to work. He's like, I don't know. Like, he's like, like I will say that the, the, when he says, "I don't know if I'd rather kill you," or "I don't know, if, I don't know if I'd rather kill you or get my money back." It's like, motherfucker, you know what it is. Like, you want your money back. That's why he's still alive. <laughs> exactly. I, 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 like the outcome, I understand, but I think it would have been to me, and maybe this is a nitpick. I don't know. To me, I think it would have been better if. He, um, like, he just came at Tommy, and Ghost and Kanan stepped up. Like, nah, we got him. We'll we'll mm-hmm. go up and we'll make it right. As opposed to the dude, like, yo, you gonna help him? You gonna help him? You gonna help him? It just, I don't know. That's, that that just seemed real clumsy to me. And I'm just sitting there, like, how y'all letting this random white dude run up on you? And you don't never do. Don't know who it is. You know you connect. Y'all got guns. You got guns. And y'all just going along with it. Like, I get it, but. I just feel like it was a little clumsy, just a little mm-hmm. clumsy in, in, in that regard. Um, so funny, this show, this episode, a lot of the times, really most of the time, every time they name the episode, you can make the direct correlation to what it is. So this is mm-hmm. damage control. So everybody's trying to mitigate the uh, consequences of what they've done. So you get that with Tommy. So Tommy has not had the best track record with management. And I think that's putting it nicely. <laughs> that's putting it very nicely. This, Tommy's a fucking train wreck. Yo, this man, I don't know if like his, his white privilege activates like a latent mutant X gene, but he gets out of situations that nobody else would get out of. Like he's, he's botched so many things in this situation that, Yo, from from botching the thing with Miratic in the connect to getting two Italian hitters killed without going through proper protocol, mm-hmm. like and right at this point he's just trying to keep water afloat because the one thing about Tommy is he's super resourceful, yes. where he knows how to keep stuff steady until he can find out a better way mm-hmm. to execute. It's the same thing with um, Milan. He he. Eventually, he knew that he didn't want to kill Ghost, and he didn't want to do all of that. So he kept it. He kept yes. it and maintained it until he was able to. They were able to execute their plan. But you know, he he lost the drugs. Remember, they they burnt down the um, warehouse with all his drugs. Like Tommy's just in a real rough place, and he was. You know, they showed the scene, which I thought was cool with him and Victor, where Victor's like. Basically, Victor gave him his mulligan, but yes. you could tell that Sammy wasn't trying to hear it because he he took the biggest L, dog, because he lied for for Tommy. 
So if that ever comes back, it's going to be a problem. Sammy's gone. Sammy's in trouble. And remember, he's Sammy. So if he's anything like a counterpart from New York from decades ago, he's going to be snitching. So, 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 you know, if he's a bull, he's going to be snitching. So, I don't know. What would you think about, you think about Tommy's arc there? I, I mean, I never thought about the whole white privilege thing, but I think that makes total <laughs> sense. Like, how does he keep getting away with all this bullshit? Um, remember, last, remember last week on last week's show when you asked who you think is going to die this season, I said my my dark horse, my hot take was Tommy. Mm-hmm. And I think I think the odds for that man went from 20 to 1 down to like 14 to 1 because mm. there's no way he's going to be able to get out of this. Because see, unlike Dre, because like last, week, last season, we were like, yo, Dre's a dead man because he's making promises he can't keep doing this and the third. Dre is way more resourceful than Tommy, right? Right. Tommy's the type of knife type of guy that like brings a bazooka to a knife fight. He'll just like oh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna or brings a shotgun. Like I'm just gonna and deal figure it out. So I, Tommy's I don't like I said I think Tommy might not make it because this because now with now you got the Mexicans gonna be pissed at you. You got the Jimenez gonna be pissed at you. The Italians are gonna get pissed at you. Obviously Dre not fucking with you. And I can see a situation where him and Ghost get into it again because look, Tommy dragged Ghost into this shit. So I, I don't, I don't see how Tommy's just not resourceful enough to get out of this. Right? Yeah, I don't know, man. But I like he, he's my favorite character to see get into messes. Not mm-hmm. since um the 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 venerable Jesse Pinkman have I seen a white man get into more tough situations and didn't mm-hmm. have to find his way out of it. So, um, so yeah, I, I'm ready for that. What Who's else? more resourceful, Jesse Pinkman or Tommy or, or Tommy Egan? Ooh. Nah, you know what? It's definitely Tommy because Jesse, he got out of situations, but I don't know how much of it was him or just Walter a, good, a good break. A, a good mm-hmm. break to... Uh, to no pun intended, but yes. you know, because he was in a lot. He was mired. If you watch Breaking Bad, you know Pinkman was mired in a lot of shit for like. Absolutely, there was like I think it was like season two or three where he was struggling. The one with his with his with his girlfriend. I'm not gonna put any spoilers just in case you haven't watched it from mm-hmm. the past five seasons, five and a half seasons. But um, uh, and it's been off the air for a couple of years anyway. Um, but. Uh, that season with his girlfriend, you know what I'm talking about, like when he was with his girlfriend and all that, like from that point on, Absolutely. it seemed like he was mired in a lot of stuff. So I, I, I definitely go with Tommy there. Mm-hmm. For okay. sure, 100%. I, I think I, I think I agree with you. Like, Pinkman is just a fuck up. Like, right, right. So, but Tommy fucked I mean, up with a purpose. A up, but, he fucked up with a purpose. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So let's see, what else, what else, what else? So Dre... Dre's organization seems to be taking a hit. Like that mm-hmm. whole that whole thing with the um with the Toros Locos, Dre mm-hmm. and Cristobal. They they treated the Toros Locos like governments treat um these warring countries where they fund whoever it is, whatever um side hey, that they think is going to be in their best interest. Straight Iran Contra out here. Yo, I'm telling you. So they they picked the dude. They picked the dude in the, the Locos who they want to. They want to put their weight behind. And his man, Two Bits, hears the situation and takes manners into his own hands and kills the dude. Now, here's a question for you. What, you know, Dre flips. Chris Ball says they need to die. He needs to take care of them. And he just kicks them out. He basically strips, strips his power away and, and <laughs> gives his, uh, his um, assignments to Chris Ball, right? Mm-hmm. So here's my question to you. Was Two Bits right? In killing the dude from the Toros Locos? Yes. No. He wasn't right because he did not do what his boss told him to do. Right. And they very easily, like, now, even though, and cut, like, cut, I mean, Kundi says, you know, for some reason, power always, oh, people in power always strolling down these empty New York streets that no one else ever finds. <laughs> no surveillance. 
No surveillance, no, no cops, <laughs> no no schools, no buses, no nothing. Like everyone lives like by the fucking docks. And all of power takes place in the Meatpacking District. <laughs> <laughs> Meatpacking District, Hunts Point, uh, Newton Creek, whatever. Right, right. Um, two bits is wrong because if he because if any if any if there's any inkling that. This dude, his name escapes me at the moment. If this dude from Taurus Locals was killed by someone within a Jimenez organization, it's going to start a war. Right. Um, so, but Two Bits, Two Bits is a, his name is Two Bits? Yeah. Two Bits is a literally, no pun intended, a Two-Bit soldier. <laughs> and who bit off more than you can chew. Now, where Dre fucked up, and I can understand why he fucked up, is that, honestly, Two Bits has to go. Right, because two bits. One, he did not follow your lead. Two, he blatantly showed that he never looked at you like a boss in the first place. Right. Three, you you two bits has got he got chewed out like a like a like a like a small child getting chewed out by his parents. So now he probably feels the type of way like yo, me and you was like like you said like I remember when you was a shit. Now you trying to act like this big old like. Big time boss, so he has to go. And the longer that he festers, that's no good for Dre. And also, Cristobal now he looks like he has the eye for Dre spot because he don't think Dre is some a boss who could run shit. Right. Yeah. Because I don't think Dre's ruthless like that. Yeah, he's gonna have to watch his back. But um, more often than that, yo. <laughs> What's up with this freak shit with, with Diego and, uh, and Trey? Yo, oh, I'm glad you brought this up. Yo, I thought that was the most hilarious part of the episode where it's like to prove your loyalty, you got to triz in front of in front of your boss. You got to be, you literally got to be sexing his joints in front of him so that he yeah. knows you real. <laughs> so oh, somebody on another podcast, which I was not name because... Like I said, they ain't cut no checks. Said that the girl who Diego told Dre to sleep with in the bathroom is Dre's girlfriend from season one. Dre and wasn't I in season one. Huh? Dre wasn't in season one. Oh, for, okay. Well, then that's probably all right then. At least they, someone said that that was his girl from like an earlier season. And that's why he was so hesitant to that's why he felt a type of way when he when he walked in on Diego and them doing it and then that's why he was um hesitant to do the deed when it was in the bathroom so I'm actually gonna try and look this up like I forgot about this until you told me but I'm like nah that can't be but, right yeah that 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 seems like a, a doll seem Mr. Fantastic level of reaching but mm-hmm. if it's true if there's some type of tie but then why would he not acknowledge it at all? I yes. thought he just wasn't trying to trying to hit it. Like he didn't yes. want he didn't want to do it. And then even when he walked in and looked at him, he ran, he ran out like he got caught literally with his pants down. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I'm, if I'm if this not true, feel free to cut this part out. Feel free to cut that out of the episode. Oh no no no! We leaving all of it in. We leaving all <laughs> of it for sure. But um, but yeah. So those he's getting used to the peculiar ways of Diego Jimenez and this really is starting to become a be careful what you wish for situation for Dre because now he's seeing all the stress because remember he just wanted to be in the game for mad long now Mm -hmm. you you one of the points of the of the spear you're one of the points and it ain't all that easy it's 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 a difficult proposition so now he was in the point where he didn't. Re- he knew who his enemies are. Now he's he's getting to the point of it where you may not know who all of your allies are, and your Absolutely. allies may be your enemies. So, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. So Dre Dre's odds for going might be increasing this week. They might be lowering too, because yeah, I'm keeping my I'm keeping my eye on him, man. I'm keeping my eye on him. So let let's talk about uh, Joe Proctor trying to get this license back. Yes. Dog. Terry Silver could not wait 
He tried to stay out, but he was born ready to get at this man for for his egregious miscarriages of justice against uh, against the court. With this, I thought it was pretty smart actually that Mock called him up. Like, yeah, you know these dudes is dirty. Why don't you do your duty and make sure he don't get his um his license? Because Mock and um Proctor have a blood feud. Like the joint is it's crazy right now. What do you think? I know you said you wanted to talk about the scene. You have the floor, bro. What you what you got on this? So I actually was like, when Silver walks in, I'm like, is he really gonna sell Proctor out like this? Um, and of course he proceeded to do it. Um I loved I loved Proctor's rebuttal against Silver. And the way Silver and the way Proctor was talking. I feel like he has an idea that Silver and Tasha were up to no good. Right. Because he's like, wait, like the look on his face said, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're going to talk about ethics with me? Be while you were sleeping with your client's wife? Right. If you were, you mean you probably know some things that you don't? Because... Um, I think Silver knows or has an idea about the Ray Ray murder. So whether Silver, like Silver wants to act like he's this, this, this knight riding on a white horse, you know, defending justice, but his, his hands are just as dirty as everyone else's. The moment he crossed that threshold with Tasha, mm-hmm. there was, there was no more, um, he couldn't be righteous anymore. He couldn't. He couldn't. He couldn't live up to his own level of morality, a heightened sense of morality. Because yo, you, you, you literally banging your client, yo, your client's wife. Yes. Like you, you're the epitome of compromising. But I thought the other interesting thing was Proctor changed his name. Yes. He changed his name to get away from the criminal activity of his father and then went to become a defense attorney, which is interesting because if his family was involved in illegal activity, him joining the, the joining the lawyer ranks to become a defense attorney mm-hmm. to get people who are perceived guilty off. I thought that was pretty interesting. So you, you get a sense for why he has all these back channel um, connects and why he's so comfortable around ghosting them, their highest level of crime, <laughs> crime that they commit, a murder, death, and, and everything in between. Because he, he comes from the life, but you would yes. never know because he changed his last name. Yes, I think... With Proctor, and like I said, I think Proctor's the one I think who, if I had to put my money on, I don't think he's going to last because I think Tommy's going to be the one that kills him. But you always knew that Proctor had, I mean, he like, you know, he was, he's dealing with criminals. Like, he's dealing with criminals. Like, he made a career of defending the worst type of criminals, the lowest scum of the earth, the people who literally have blood on their hands. Right. And maybe it's because of where he came from. And you could even see it in the way he's like, you know, I'll, you know, like I could find a doctor to stitch you up that, you know, is going to keep them mouth shut. You know, I know a guy to get, take care of this laptop. I know a guy that can do this. I know a guy that can do that. So, I mean, he still has, I mean, you know, he's, Getting he's getting drugs for his ex wife, right? Um, right. Who's the mother of his child? Um, so, yeah, Tom Proctor isn't. See, Proctor, his hands aren't clean. But at least he knows it every single day. Whereas Silver woke up with his smug face, like there's a there's a term only used for Silver, but I don't think it's proper for this show. So I'm not gonna <laughs> say it. But he, I, that dude, like. From day one, I was just like, okay, you're going to be that guy? All right. We'll see. Exactly. You already, you already know what it is, man. Like, they, that dude, I, I want to see. I wouldn't even be surprised if he was somebody who goes this season. Because mm-hmm. that man, that man is asking for it, boy. Like, he's really, really big pushing. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and I don't know. I don't know how he gets out of it. But yeah, I don't think I don't think he is 
I'm personally, 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 I don't think he is. Um, let's see what else. So I like the dynamic with Angela. How she's going on with her job as if she ain't doing some wild illegal shit too, and they're Yo. trying to find the connect. Like they're finally um, connecting the dots to the Jimenez, while her coworkers are in the background connecting the dots to what happened in season one, episode one. Mm-hmm. And and that whole murder and how it ties to Ghost and eventually Angela. So while she's working in the forefront, they're in the back end really trying to build the case because you know Sax wants her gone. He Absolutely. wants her gone. He has like a feud with her where he doesn't care who he is. He wants he wants that to happen. So she like that whole AUSA situation is it's mind boggling and it's ill to see who's going to come out on top first. Yeah, I mean, first of all, all right, first of all, I don't understand how Angela and Tasha continually meet in public and <laughs> no one knows. No one knows like, hey, isn't that that isn't that the woman of the guy that was and isn't that like no nobody. Like they meet restaurants. Like they meet in restaurants, they meet in restaurants, they meet in coffee shops, and just like nothing. So that's one of that's why it's one of the reasons why I think the episode. Um, but you know, Angel's another one who, similar to Dre, is resourceful and even though and actually more similar to Ghost, actually more like Ghost and the fact that she gets herself self into stuff and then manages to get her find her way out of it. Right. Um. I don't know how long this will last. Um, I do think it was, I will give her props for using Daryl Gaines to delete the, to delete the file because Daryl Gaines is the IT guy. He's the, he's, 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 I don't know if he's the IT guy. Is that who that is? Yes, that's who that is. How'd you, what, what episode was he in? He, okay. Oh, he that's was, the dude who came over and was like, oh, I'm glad that, you know, I said those things about you. That's him? Yeah, yes, that's him. Wow. Because I was going to go IMDB surfing. I'm glad you brought up that tie. I forgot. Wow, I forgot to go check him too. But that's who D-Gades is? Yes, I'm, I'm, okay, I'm 90% sure it's him because it's D-Gades. And she says, oh, she called him Daryl. And I'm like, yo, I bet you that's who D Gaines is. I wow. bet you. Like, I, like, I don't. I feel like I don't know if he's. If, she, if I don't remember if Angela said his, her entire name, or I just put two and two together. But that's who that is. So, which will be funny because, um, he did her a solid, and now she's gonna repay him by throwing him under the bus completely. It wouldn't be power unless you did that. <laughs> Absolutely. It, it really wouldn't be power. So, yeah. And remember, he's an IT guy, so sooner or later, he's going to figure out what the and hell is going down. He, but then what happens is, when he figures it out, she'll, he'll probably confront her, and then and the angel said to him, who do you think they're going to believe? The head, of, the head attorney or you? And then, because he's the head IT guy, he's an IT guy, he could probably fix it so that it doesn't look bad on him or something like that. So... Angela be playing chess sometimes. I give her that. Yeah, you can see her mind is working when, whenever she's like, okay, I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do mm-hmm. that. So what's going to happen? What's, what's going to happen? She, she's going through A through F. And when she's not concerned with, um, <laughs> with having her mind messed up by ghost, she can kind of figure these things out. You know what I'm saying? So, Absolutely. so I ain't mad. I ain't mad at that at all. That that's that's really accurate. I do think. I remember there was a prediction earlier that that um, Ghost and Angela are gonna sleep with each other again. Yeah, I'm I'm on that train. It's gonna oh, happen. Absolutely. Though. It's gonna happen. Absolutely. The fact that he's still calling her for freaking help. Yeah, yeah, dog. Ghost gone, bro. Ghost is gone, gone, gone. <laughs> for real, man. For real. Um. Let me see what else. What else? So, Kanan is Kananing. Yes, he's still Kananing. So this whole time, he wants the organization, and we 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 realize right. None of these dudes forgot. 
This is just an unholy alliance until everything dies down. But he still wants the orc from Tommy. So I'm going to make a prediction. I think at some point in this series, Kanan gets his orc back. I don't know how. I don't know when. Maybe it's the end of the series. I think Kanan gets his orc back. Hmm. When you say his orc, you mean... Or, or he gets the orc. He gets whatever's left to pick up the pieces of Ghost's original operation from the beginning. I mean, or, or he takes Tommy's place after Tommy dies. Right, uh, right. Somehow, some way, he's going to get into some drug stuff. Like, he's going to, he's going to insert himself into the mix. I agree, because I don't think you bring Kanan back from the dead or the almost dead. Mm-hmm. For him to just be some guy running around playing, playing, let's team up with, with Ghost and Tommy. So, Kanan's probably going to get back involved in drugs. And he, but like you said, for him to do that, he has to take someone's place. And even though, in theory, he should be taking Ghost's place, they won't. I, I think at this point, this show is committed to Ghost, and they're not going to kill him off. Right? They're not going to pull a. Not gonna pull uh, Homeland, <laughs> so Kane's gonna take someone else's place. My money's probably on Tommy, but we'll see. But yeah, like this is this is this has to come to a head soon. All right, so that whole the end of the episode, right? Where mm-hmm. where Ghost kills the dude when when the dude in the um the uh, counseling group talks about. The 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 drunk driver who killed his son and how he sees him every day still drinking and wants to kill him, but then he, whatever reason he doesn't kill him, and mm-hmm. Ghost basically does the job for him. So yes. Ghost is the Punisher now. <laughs> You're not the first person I've heard say that. He's the Punisher. He he has become Frank Castle in the flesh. Like he's out there punishing dudes for for their wrongs. So if if we're gonna get Punisher Ghost. As a result of him trying trying to uh, get through his therapy, I- I've heard I've heard people mention Dexter too. <laughs> like yo, I thought that was so funny. Like at the end, like yo, you really went after this drunk driver. You about to write all the wrongs in that counseling group just so Tasha can't talk. So so first of all, I don't know about you, but I saw this coming a mile away. As soon as as soon as that father said, you know. If he is it wrong, and I'm paraphrasing, I don't I don't remember the exact quote, but is it? He said, "Is it wrong that I want him dead?" And they showed Ghost. I was like, "Ghost is gonna kill this dude." Mm. And then as soon, and then it being the last episode, it being the last scene of the episode, as soon as they showed that dude walking out of the liquor store, I'm like, "Okay, Ghost is gonna kill him." Oh um, yeah, once once I saw him walking, and, and you saw yeah. Ghost, I was like, "Oh, he dead? You dead? Really?" <laughs> Yeah, but like I was like, okay, as soon as they, as soon as the father said that a show goes, I'm like, he's killing him. Number one, number two, circling back to what I said in, earlier, this is how Ghost deals with his grief because, save for him crying but naked in the shower, he hasn't been able to grieve mm-hmm. because he's had to deal with Councilman Tate playing him left and right. Dre trying to find him, um, dealing with his marriage falling apart, dealing with his son, uh, the fuck boy of all fuck boys. He really hasn't had a time to grieve. And now in this episode, specifically at the end, you see how he grieves. He he drinks heavily. He's on the sauce. Right. And He's now going to avenge people. Like you said, he's a punisher. He's going to punish you for their deeds. He's going to help avenge um avenge for people's losses. Like that's how he's going to that's how he's going to deal with this. Um and honestly, I don't think this is the last punisher type move we've seen from Ghost this season. I'm here for it, man. I'm here for it. You know what I'm saying? We got, we got Punisher on Netflix and we got Punisher on Stars. Let's get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Black Punisher, Black Punisher, OG Punisher. Let's do it. <laughs> Um, anything else on this episode before we get into the questions? I think that's all I have. I'm going to take a quick look at my notes here. I'm going to, I'm going to, 
Um, no, that's that's it. All right, cool. So let's get into these questions. Shout out to uh, Instagram and that new questions feature that is on everybody's IG stories. Y'all want mm-hmm. all these. You remember Honesty Box, Sean? Oh, yes. Yo, I got the Honesty Box vibe, but the only difference is you know who's saying it and you, you can reply to it anonymously. Like that, mm-hmm. yo, dog, Facebook really remixed an old feature and put it in IG. It is a legend, man. That Silicon Valley money is different. Yo, I, the border street is IG say Facebook, but you don't, oh, you, you didn't hear that from me. <laughs> ask Russia, ask Altisa, ask all, <laughs> ask that, you know what I'm saying? Ask Cambridge Athle- <laughs> Analytica, An- Analytica, Analytica, right? So <laughs> yeah, Mark, Mark Zuckerberg that he cashed out with Instagram. I'll tell you that much. All right. Let's go first, 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 my guy, my guy, Hitches and Noun, a.k.a. Rudy Gay Face. Um, <laughs> is Kanan the name. real, is Kanan the real father of Tariq? Oh, my God. Yo, is this Cousin D in disguise? <laughs> He's been saying that for a minute. So, and I wish you, you, you'd have made the podcast, fool. This would have been your time to shine. But he's been saying that for a minute about, so here's the thing. Tariq and Rain are twins. Exactly. So if Kanan is Tariq's father, he's also Raina's father. Mm-hmm. So that's just a FYI. Yes. But what do you think? Do you think he is? Because this has been a big theory out there. The, the only reason I think this theory holds any validity is because Power is a show that will go in any direction. So it's like, as we ridiculous as that would be like like let's really let's literally think about this mm-hmm. if Kanan is Tariq and Raina's father right and that news comes out what happens Ghost is gonna try and kill Kanan why though just because I mean that's what like you my friend and you fucked my wife and you ha- and 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 I and you sent him to jail and so, I believe I mean he's okay you think <laughs> Ghost's not gonna try and kill him I mean of course they're probably still gonna try to kill each other after yeah, all this stuff exactly happens. one two I don't know what he's gonna do with Tasha but then three that that is the nail that's a nail in the coffin of Ghost and Tasha's relationship. And that basically sends ghosts running into Angela's Angela with open arms. Right, right. Now I, I've seen little things throughout the series that can give that question that that take validity. Like anytime Kanan was around, the way he was looking at Tasha and shit. Mm-hmm. But it, he could have just been being Kanan. But yeah, I this would be a big swerve, a tremendous swerve. I, I'm not going to commit myself to it so that if it happens, I could have that, that oh shit moment. Like, yo. So, so is this why they sent Kanan to jail? Is this another one where Tasha's like, yo, I had this idea. Like, mm. because we need to get him out the picture. So, guess what? He da 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 da. Yo, that Tasha, man. She... Hey. Hey. You know, I ain't mad at it, but maybe that's geez. why she didn't want him to get out the game just in case Kanan came home and started making claims. Mm. 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 Things mm. to make you go, hmm. So we'll see. We'll see. Good looking on that. Uh, next for my guy, Marty Maul. What up, bro? <laughs> he said this. He actually said this to be a person, too. But can I be the one to personally smoke Councilman Tate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dog. He's going to get the smoke sooner or later. But something tells me he's a wily uh, politician, and he'll find a way to finesse it. He might end up being another underworld boss that we don't know about, and we see his, like, real life, and mm-hmm. it's far more sinister. <laughs> and, <laughs> okay, and, uh, Ricky. Right? And, and who knows? But, yeah, he's... Councilman Tate has been... He freak line stepping. He's jumping over the line. He's Millie rocking on the line. He's doing the the um the heel and toe on the line. Like he's doing all of that on the line. And they're gonna have to deal with him one way or another. And I'm I'm thinking it's gonna be the gun way. 
he, or he's going to it's either going to be that or he's just going to flop himself where whereas Ghost and Tom are going to have some, some, something on him and it's going to be like well if you want to be governor cut this out or do this for us because mm. like they're both like they're both like all the hands are dirty right I agree I agree 100% uh, the social loner. Why are they trying to make us feel bad for Tariq? Um, who's they? Writers, probably. I, I don't believe that. I don't think so. I, yeah, yeah. If anything, if you can watch the show and and you don't have you have compassion from him over the general, he's a kid that messed up. Compassion. I, you're just a nice person. Well, I'll you're say this because I don't know, Chief. I'll say this. I look at Tariq and I'm just like, yo, he's totally fucked up. And it's partially not his fault. It's, you know, it's because of his upbringing. You know, even though his parents tried to shield him from it, it was only a matter of time. But I I don't think I've ever wanted a character under the age of 18 dead more than Tariq. Like, like, unfortunately, like, I'm gonna see him, I, like, I'm gonna, every, I, I'm gonna see his face forever and just think, you fucking fuck boy. Like, like, to me, like, episode one was the thing with, with the, with the eulogy and telling, telling Dre to run. That was like the last straw. It was like, mm-hmm. it, like, you, like, the, the level of fuck boy behavior. I thought you did it all previous in the, in the previous season, and then you managed to top it. So I don't know who. If the Rhymes are trying to make this feel bad for Tariq, they're doing a terrible job. I don't think that's what they're trying to do. But I do want to know, like, at some point, this has to end. Like, this level of fuckery ha- cannot go on forever. Yep, no doubt. Um, another question from uh, so so. This is like Southern Florida VA O three. So Fleva. Oh, three. Um, question for the podcast. In the scene with Ghost and Kanan in the car talking about Tommy, was Kanan trying to undercut Tommy? That last scene with Kanan and his dudes made me think he's up to his double crossing ways again. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, lastly, last week, y'all talked about lack of grieving. And on this episode, Tasha served us a mother's grief. And we saw a little of how Ghost is dealing with it when he killed the alcoholic. Yeah, they're, they're exhibiting their grief in way different ways and and as i said if ghost is going to to complete this cathartic process by killing off individuals who have uh harmed his council group i just think it's funny that he's killing people and getting it out rather and and tasha can't just talk and talk in generalities (laughs) like how how unhealthy is that right yeah it's not healthy at all but you know what and I'm going to give the writers, and I'm going to give Corny Kemp a lot of dap here. I'm going to give them some props here because when so Tasha's sleeping, sleeping, Tasha's crying in Raina's room, mm-hmm. and Tariq's bitch ass hears her, uh, goes in the room, he's like, "What are you doing? Nothing, right?" And then later he's in the room, and then later Tasha's in the room, and then Ghost walks in. I forget what they're discussing, and then Ghost says. You can't, um, I can't bring myself to be in this room and you can't bring yourself to leave. Mm. And when he said that, I said, okay, that's part of their grieving process. Like that's how Tasha's grieving. She's in Raina's room constantly looking at her things, you know, drawing memories, thinking about her daughter. And Ghost is just like, I don't want to go in there because it's going to, it's going to bring me, put me to a bad place. So I'll say that, you know what? They've done a good job of showing their grief because not everybody, uh, not everyone grieves the same way. I'll tell a quick story. Years ago, Zach Randolph, yes, that Zach Randolph, (laughs) um, he had, I think, I think either his brother or or like a cousin was killed. This was Zebo was like, early years in the league. Right. And he asked for time away from the team. And they said, sure. And two days later, they found out that Zebo was in a strip club. And people were like, wait a minute, how do you take, how do you take time off 
how do you ask for bereavement and then you're in a strip club? And at the time, I was like, yeah, that don't make no sense. But I was like, you know what? That's how some people grieve. Like, some people, everyone grieves differently. I think his grief was like, I need to take my mind off of this shit. Right. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to do shit that help me relax. Because if I don't, I'm going to bug the fuck out. So, and I think that's what Ghost is doing, where he's like, I'm not going to go in this room. And I think that's what Tasha is doing. She's like, I'm going to go into this room. And I think Tasha also needs to talk and, or else she's going to bug out. And I think her talking during that press conference was her grieving because that was her being able to say, say more than she had been able to say. Right. I agree with you, man. I agree with you 100%. Final question. From my guy, Tommy Woods. What are the chances Angela, Tasha, Ghost, or Tommy go to jail at the end of the season? They all have a legitimate reasons to go. I'd say Angela goes because it's something people wouldn't see coming. Um, I don't think Tommy's already gone to jail. Ghost is already gone to jail. I don't think they run that back. I don't think Ghost and Tommy, like, at this point, it's either they're captured or they're killed. The number is less than one. Right. Like, they he said, he said, he said, Ghost, Tommy, Angela, and who else? Or Tasha, just those three? Tasha. Tasha. I, ta- I can see Angela. Tasha? I can see Angela getting caught up. If Tasha goes to jail, that's the end of Tasha. If Angela goes to jail, that's the end of Angela. Because you can't, like, yes, Ghost can go to jail and get acquitted and go back and do what he was doing, which is being a club owner and being a drug dealer. Right. Angela going to jail is the end of her career and what she can like what she gonna do. So Tasha, I could see Tasha because Tasha kinda said, Hey, I'm the one that I'm the one that killed Ray Ray. So she goes to jail, she awaits trial, and then you know, uh reasonable doubt seeps in and she walks. I could see that happening, but I think that 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 possibility is slim to none. The rest of them, not a chance. Yeah, yeah. I, Tasha, Angela, I could see as an outside, but I don't know if we're if we're still doing the going to jail thing. Teresi's already in jail, and he's telling Tommy. I, I like that whole "you got to take your medicine" because this is a dude who who's doing time for not snitching. Mm-hmm. So he's like, "Yo, you got to be a stand up dude, and you have to take whatever punishment you get." And even though, and Tommy's still lying, so that's why you, when you pushed up those odds on him dying, he pushed, he moved those odds in the front all on his own. So that's the one thing is is just like the jail aspect. We still get it with Teresi, so I don't know if they're gonna put one of them in jail again. But yo, mm-hmm. thank you all for the questions. I appreciate it. And as always, you can. You can hit us on Twitter at Fanbros Show at Nonstop Culture. Uh, me at Jeff J says if you have or contact at fanbros.com. If you have any questions, comments, slander, jokes, or anything in between for the power episode or the series, be sure to hit us up. Sean, we did it again, bro. We did it again. It's been a pleasure. I love discussing this show. Um, it's I don't want to say it's so bad, it's good, but it's because it's not it's not a bad show at all it's entertaining it's, it's, it's fun to watch like people there are people who complain about it on twitter all the time and you know in unnamed group me groups that we may or may not necessarily be in that we're definitely but, in by the way <laughs> <laughs> but but power is entertaining and i love breaking it down and i and i enjoy discussing with you um so glad i could step in and and help out yeah, and you can find Sean, Sean with a W underscore, all social media, 718 underscore. That's 718 spelled out, right? Yes, and all lowercase. Oh, well, it doesn't matter what the, what the case is. They'll still get True. it if they want to get they'll you. Still, they'll still get it. 718 I'm just a, I'm just a stickler for that. I'm just a stickler for right. things like that. But he, yeah. he opened the name with all lowercase, respect his agency, and, let, and put in the, <laughs> eight, the 718 with the underscore. Um, if you're a world, if you're a soccer fan, there's a lot of hot memes on, on 718. <laughs> but for soccer, it will have you laughing and, and, and cry laughing. So definitely check them out. Five questions podcast too. Um, Absolutely. So you got got a lot of a lot of whole lot of podcasting thing going on over here. 
And that, yeah, that does it, man. Don't be a stranger. You know, you, you will get tapped. Uh, as always, open invite in the Power of After Hours establishment for you. It is an After Hours establishment open for, for those who want to partake. So um, Much appreciated. Yes, sir. So that does it for us. Thank you once again for joining us. And as always, Power After Hours, you can reach us on not, at Nonstop Culture, at Fan Bro Show. I'm at Jeff J. Says on all social media. Reach out, like this, share it, subscribe it. Anywhere where your ears pick up digital signal for podcasting, we'll be right there. And until next time, we'll catch you later. Just have enough.